Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I am here with Stephanie, oh my God, is it Blazik? Did I say that right? I screw up everybody's last name. Yeah, no, you're like one of the few that did get it right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because I'll be honest, I, I, I thought about, <laughs> I thought it was actually something different. Uh, when I was, before we started about, I guess about an hour ago, when I was driving back from my last meeting, I was thinking that I was, I was trying to pronounce it in my head without looking at it. And I think I, I, don't, I don't know that I was pronouncing it like that, but either way, it came out well. It's Blazik, yeah. Everybody says Blazik, but it's Blazik, like fire with a K. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, so, Stephanie, I'm super glad that you're here today. So, Stephanie is. So, go ahead and tell everybody how. Um, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how we know each other, and a little bit about the PHCC. Um, well, so I'm the executive director of PHCC of North Carolina. It's a, so PHCC is actually a natural, national organization, um, but each state has their own chapter. So I run North Carolina and then within those chapters, we also have locals. So like we have Charlotte and the Triangle, Western North Carolina, Wilmington. So that's kind of how it's broken down. Um, but I've been with the association for, it, it's almost my anniversary. And during Connect, it'll be my two year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. And honestly, working for the association is the best decision I ever made. Um, I came, I, I come from a background in, in um, nonprofits and associations and, and also sales and marketing. I worked for BH Media for a number of years. Um, so I've got, uh, lots of stuff in my in my goodie bag, I guess, of tricks. So, um, anyway, that's a little bit about me professionally. Anyway, <laughs> so 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 Stephanie, when you got to the PHCC, was usually when somebody new comes in, things are probably less than desirable. And and I don't know how they were when you got there, but usually when somebody comes in really new, that's the case. Was that similar or no? Um, I think so. Their previous executive director actually brought two associations, um, a, a mechanical association and I think a plumbing association that were running separately and merged them together. Um, and so that was a huge job in itself. And I think he did a fabulous job. And, 
you know, the man was very organized and, and created some really good relationships with our members and um, actually started all of the, all of the paperwork and that's necessary uh, to start our apprenticeship program. So he had a very specific set of talents uh, that are very different from mine. So I think that me starting after um, he retired was, you know, kismet. So, um, but there's definitely some things that needed to change. There's some growing pains, I think, there at the beginning, um, because for the last decade, really, they had been doing a lot of doing the interviews for my position, they were very clear on, you know, the things that they liked, but they're also very aware of the ways in which they needed to grow. Um, so that was really encouraging because a lot of times you'll come into an organization and they only want to do what they've been doing, even if it doesn't work. And so, you know, they, they came into to this with their eyes wide open um, and, and said, we need some help with marketing and with brand awareness and we need some help bringing in some new education and we want um like the next generation of leadership to serve years and years and done a great job um but they were just ready to kind of pour into the next generation and they wanted to you know really support the education foundation and scholarships and get into our, our schools, our middle schools and high schools and, and talk to the kids about the trades because really it's not a conversation that was happening organically. So we kind of had to bully our way in there. Um, well, well, that's a really good point. I want to stop you right there really quick because I think it's important for people. And I know the, you know, the people that, have, that are listening have listened to me talk about this a million times, but it's really important. Like when I was, you know, when I was coming up in high school, you know, nobody talked about, going into the trades. In fact, if anything, it was looked down upon. I'm not saying my parents necessarily looked down on it, but I'll just tell you that just how everybody, most people grew up, the idea of going to college, graduating and getting a job at the bank is old news. That doesn't happen anymore. And so if you think, and this is my point in bringing this up is you can go to trade school and make money throughout the whole four years that you're in trade school and get your, your um, go through the apprentice program, graduate while you're making money, and then have a career in front of you without having $100,000, $150,000 worth of debt, really, and a piece of paper that I'm not so sure can even get you into anywhere at this point. Yeah, everybody has one. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, not, except for me, I don't have one, but guess what? I made it out okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I, the good thing about the association is, you know, we have an apprenticeship program, but they don't, you know, they don't shove it down anybody's throat. I, I feel like our members are about education on a whole, you know, so it doesn't matter if you go to a trade school or you do the PHCC version of the apprenticeship program or you go to college and do business for a little while because at some point you want to open up your own plumbing or HVAC business. I mean, there's just many paths and I think graduating, of course, they have no idea what they want to do with their life. So they end up going to college for a communications degree. That was me <laughs> and not using it and, and really learning all of the skills when they're out there in the world. So it's been really cool to 
you know, talk to kids about what they want for the future and also kind of tackle some of the misconceptions about the trades. Cause a lot of them are like, I, you know, it's hard on you and the hours suck and, you know, we're not going to, you're not going to make any money. I want to be able to, you know, work from home and make six figures at 18, which is not reality. You know what I mean? Right. And so when you tell these students, okay, you can, you can go to school. That's a great road. If you know what you want to do, like you're really investing in yourself or if you, if you don't want to go that route, here's another option. Like you can go to trade school even through us, like PHTC, we have a, a virtual apprenticeship program. So you do everything online um, and there's no, you don't have to wait for a spring or fall semester. You just start, you can, you can start whenever you work for these companies who so many of our members pay for these students to go through the apprenticeship program after they work for the company for 90 days, just to make sure it's something they really want to do. And so they're, they're doing the online program at their own pace. And then they're also like in real time applying those skills in the job during their on-the-job training hours and getting paid starting totally green, no experience whatsoever, you know, between 16 and $20 an hour with no experience. And that's more than half of what they'll make when they graduate in four years. So it's just, I mean, it's an incredible opportunity that not enough kids know about. Yes. And to drive that home just a little bit further, like there's so just to give you all and I, I'm going to screw up the, the years, but I think it was over. I think it was over the last decade. I, I want to say that was the study. And over the last decade, every year, the trades have grown one and a half percent. That that statistic was done in 2019. Well, you can only fathom what that number is now. Zero. And so. It's really important because everybody's got to have a place to use the restroom. Everybody's got to have a roof over their head. Everybody has to have, well, they don't have to have heating and cooling, but if you're going to you know, live a, a, a normal life, then you're going to want those things, especially in North Carolina. There's a, there's, the trades are in super high demand as it is. It's just going to get worse. It's just getting worse and worse. And my point is, if you're thinking about getting into the trades, you're going to be a you're going to be you're going to be the person with the specialty degree at this point, right? You're going to be the guy that's going to be able to charge way more money because there's not going to be very many of you based on how many people are coming into the trades right now. Yeah, and next time that everybody's out of work and the only people that can work are essential employees, guess who's essential? Right, right. You that's know, right. sure ever country. Yeah, exactly. And so it, you got and, and this is really, you know, this is really important. If you think about that, you know, just think about the essential worker portion. Like you're never going to go without a job. Like you're never, ever going to go without a job once you, once you go through trade school. Yeah, I think it's I just think it's a I think it's a really smart way to go. Um, all right. So one of the things that. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about is we have an event coming up. Right. Um, well, so Connect, the, our national organization um, has been doing something called the Connect Conference or the Connection Conference um, for years and years and years. Um, and it's gotten better and better. We Every year we learn something new. Um, and really, this is a 
member driven organization. And so at the end, you'll get a lot of communication about the things that you want to see and things that are great and things that you could do without. Um, and so next year it'll change again. Um, but anyway, the every year the Connect Conference moves around to different cities around the country, and, um, which is super exciting. Our national board president is from North Carolina. His name's Joel Long. He's out at Gastonia. And um, our hopefully we got to vote first, but our incoming president-elect is from North Carolina. He's our secretary currently, Rick Whitaker with Brown Brothers uh, in the Triangle area. And so Connect coming here just feels supernatural. And, and Charlotte is one of the best cities in, in the whole country. So um, it starts October, it's October 5th through 7th. Um, and the things that you can kind of expect are, we have a trade show that is amazing. Um, lots of national um, suppliers and vendors, educators, a lot of things just work, walking booth to booth. Um, and really that's what the whole event is about is connect, connecting because it's the Connect Conference, um, but also education. So outside of the trade show, they have a bunch of different educational uh, opportunities. So when you register, you can, you know, look at the schedule and pick the classes you want kind of a la carte if you want. Um, but some of the feedback that we got is people like to have kind of a clearer path. Um, so we also have tracks available. So we have a plumbing track, an HVAC track, a union track, because we do have a lot of union members that are also PHCC members. Um, and, Explain what that means for people that may not know what track means. Oh, so like education that's specific to a certain path um so like the plumbing path that's what they should call it path you should call it the plumbing path that's pretty neat that's pretty catchy track. but like the plumbing path the hvac path the union path um and then they have obviously the business classes are just out of control um and then this year something that's new is the i always want to call it the next gen track but it's actually called Oh gosh, uh, rising leaders. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that that's a specific day. That's October seventh, and we've got a bunch of our members here in North Carolina that are sending employees that they just they see something special in and that they want to pour into because they know that. And so they're sending them to the rising leaders track to give them the tools that they need to help drive the business forward. Um, so that's really exciting. And we're seeing kind of an uptick now that we're getting closer um, in registrations for that. So that's that's kind of the educational side. But um, we also have an apprenticeship contest. Um, I don't know. How, Corey, have you ever seen an apprenticeship contest for HVAC and plumbing? I, 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 all I saw was to get no. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. So um, Jeff Foss actually who is also from North Carolina because we're the greatest state ever. Um, he, he's been part of the apprenticeship contest and kind of coordinating that for years and years. Um, but they get these stations together and they bring in apprentices from all over the country and, and they have to be, you know, year four or five. So like they just graduate, they can still qualify and be in the, the contest, but they, they have a, a plumbing contest and an HVAC contest. And um, last year we had our first female winner, which 
I remember being in the, you know, they have the big luncheon to kind of celebrate their education foundation and also kind of wrap up the, the apprenticeship contest and announce the winners. And I have never seen so many people on their feet. Like this group really is embracing all good change in the world. So do you, really, do you remember her name, Stephanie? I, I don't, I can find out. <laughs> Well, the reason I asked specifically is because there was I was supposed to have. I'm trying to, gosh, I was hoping you'd remember her name. I think it's I think she goes by Anne or Annie, but it's the Plumbing Princess. Do you know her? Oh, uh, the Plumbing Princess. Oh yeah, I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she's she was supposed to come on my show in a couple of times, and she got hung up both times. And so I'm really excited to have her on. And I was curious if it was her that was the person that was there. Wait, you get to talk to her? I want to meet her. <laughs> yeah, she's going to come on my show. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the person that won? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. But I love that there's more than one of them out there. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because I think that, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you because I, I look at all this stuff from a sales standpoint. If women in the trades look, if you're a female and you decide to be a plumber, you will sell more work than anybody else in this city because there's very few women that do that job. And, and people, look, I'm just going to be honest. Women, women trust women most of the time when they're selling them something. Men certainly trust women more than they trust men. So it's a pretty good, like if you think about that, you may have, it's a niche for sure. I, I'm I'm just excited that we're getting some diversity in this group because honestly, when I started and they were interviewing me, one of the first things they said is like, we really want to encourage the next generation to so the younger people because that's what we're missing. And also like other kinds of diversity, you know, women specifically. Um, so that was, you know, it's really cool. We're not starting to come to life. Like it's cool. Attention contractors of the Successful Life podcast. Want to supercharge your business decisions? We've got something just for you. Head over to our website, SuccessfulLifePodcast.com, and click on the free download button to grab your copy of Warning When Hiring a Leadership Coach. Equip yourself with the insights you need to make informed decisions for your business. Don't miss out. Well, that's funny. That's actually what I'm talking about at Connect is, you know, you know, bringing, attracting the next generation to the trades is you can't do it the same way that you've been running your company the last 40 years. It just doesn't work. Like you're the things that you did 30 years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, that just, you, it's a different breed right now. And people, uh, I say people that, generation now that you're trying to bring into the trades, they want more than just the money. The money's important, but they want other stuff. They want to feel like they're, and this is going to sound crazy to a lot of people, especially elderly contractors are probably going to roll their eyes when they hear this, but people want to feel like they're a part of something. They want to feel like they're a part of a team and they want to feel like they're making a difference. And if you're not providing that opportunity for your staff, your competitor is that they had this opportunity and you didn't tell them about it. I promise you, you just lost a customer for the rest of your life. And that's going to be a lot. And they tell everybody. So let's just get ahead of this thing. Educate your people about it. Educate your sales team, educate your service um, technicians, educate your CSRs because 
if you can recognize these opportunities before you get to the house, then you know exactly how to position yourself before you get there. But that's going to require doing some homework. I love that you just said that. And I, I hope you shout it to the rooftops because I am. This, this is why you join your association. So you know about all of the things coming down the pike. And you also know about legislative changes. And you know about the code changes. And you know all to tell your people about. So, yeah. I hear I you, man. Know. I think what happens, and I don't think it's any necessarily, I say it's no fault of the owner, but it is always falls back on the owner. But this is a 700 page document. And, you know, I, I certainly didn't read it. Um, I got my information secondhand from somebody that did go through it and that I trust, who is our friend Skip. And in fact, we should mention that tomorrow, I believe the PHCC, I don't remember what time, I think it's two o'clock, I think, Eastern Standard Time, we're doing a I believe it's put on by the PHCC, right? The Inflation Reduction Act conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So what time is that? Is it two o'clock tomorrow? I think so. I have to look back at the calendar, but it'll be on our website as well. And, and on social media, you can check our social media pages. So by the time you listen to this, it'll already be past tomorrow. However, um, <laughs> just know that we will have more information by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have all the information that you need. So reach out to me if you have questions about this. Or you can reach out to Stephanie. She'll give you all that information at the end of this, um, especially if you want to join the North Carolina PHCC. Well, um, and all of those sorts of educational things that PHCC National puts on are recorded. So even if you miss them because our schedules are insane, you can always log in as a member um, to the PHCC National website and, and see all the recordings. That's fantastic. Um right? Yeah, that is really cool because, you know, we are busy and we get that and we get that our contractors are really busy. But this is really important for you to be in the know about what's going on in the industry, to be in the know about who's, you know, all the people that are, for the lack of better terms, movers and shakers in your industry. Because if you don't know who those people are, you're probably not one of those people. If you want to get better in business, you got to get around those people. Really, man. So, all right. Um. I want you to tell us about the the North Carolina night at Night Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So normally during Connect, whichever state is hosting puts on like a state night. And so clearly it's here. So we're doing a North Carolina night. Um, and it's going to be at the Knight Stadium on Thursday, October 6th. Um, and so earlier I had mentioned groups all over the state. So Charlotte, Triangle, Western North Carolina, Wilmington, uh, and next year Greensboro. But anyway, the Charlotte group is actually going to host their local there first. Um, so if you're in the North Carolina area, even if you're not in Charlotte and you want to come out and experience a local, just get there at like 530, come with a business card or your connect credentials, and then you can come in because uh, we got to make sure you're one of our people. Um, and then by one of our people, I mean like a plumbing or HVAC professional. <laughs> and so you can come and hear from, you know, they do, they have educational speakers at at all of these. So we'll hear um, about legislation and about code and more locally re related things. There'll be food and beverages of sorts. <laughs> um, and and then after, so that's from 5.30 to 7. 
And then from seven to nine is when we really are going to kick off the North Carolina night and everyone from connect. So all over the country will be at the night stadium in the luxury lounge, luxury lounge. Try saying that 10 times fast. Um, <laughs> and we're, it's just a really great opportunity to network and have, have a really good time. There's going to be a ton of good food. Um, and we have some really awesome sponsors for North Carolina night. And so, uh, Home Depot Pro is sponsoring Milwaukee, of course. Milwaukee is there for us every day of our lives. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, train will be there. And then we actually have some local members that stepped up to the plate. That's funny because it's at night stadium. Um, <laughs> that stepped up to the plate and wanted to, to sponsor as well. So uh, uh, GSM and Gastonia Heating and Plumbing and also McClintock. And actually, Rob McClintock is actually the leader for the Charlotte group. So uh, they're all pitching in as well just to make sure everybody has a really good time and they don't leave hungry or thirsty or any of that. Um, so I would say I'd like a, a little bit of a favor from everybody that comes. Um, we have an auxiliary, um, which is basically, if you don't know what auxiliary is, it's basically, it used to be the wives club, but it's now like all of the individuals, spouses, or um, people that work for our member companies that just want to give back and, su and support our members and support the trades as a whole. Um, that's that's our auxiliary and so they do community projects throughout the year and the one that they've chosen this year um, is to support survivors of domestic violence and human trafficking and so they're working with a, a nonprofit in in the state and collecting obviously we'll take monetary donations no cash please we've got little kiosks you can do that stuff we want to keep our people safe cash is not ideal um, so you can do that or you can bring like pajamas, toiletries, toys, anything for women and children that you think they might need if they have to like get out of a bad situation quick and can't take anything with them. And so, oh, I love our auxiliary. They do so many good things. So bring your donation to North Carolina and I, I, I'm sure they'll be very appreciative of that. Yes. Without Sorry, a doubt. Tell them what you do. I am the chairperson of the auxiliary committee or auxiliary board. Is it called committee or board? I should probably know that. Committee. Yeah. So I'm the first dude to ever be um, the uh, chairperson for the committee. And so I stepped up because we needed a chairperson. And I feel like I can probably bring some new stuff to, to the auxiliary committee. So we'll see. Yeah. And, and anybody can join. So if you come to the event and you know, or you're a guest of a member and you come to the event, we'll have kiosks there where you can sign up for the auxiliary as well. It's like a hundred bucks. Um, and you just get a really good community of people. Our families grow up together. That's one of the best things about the businesses are generational. And so their families have literally grown up together and watched their kids and other kids take over and grandkids. It's, insane and awesome <laughs> so, but in, in that and so i i, I should have said this a, a second ago so as as stephanie mentioned the, the way the auxiliary committee used to be would be like the wives and, and now as you obviously i'm not wife of anybody so you can also join as and this is where i come in as, as an associate member and what that means is you can join 
if you have an uh, association with the plumbing or, or HVAC community in some way, right? You can join as an associate member, not as a contractor, which is what I did. So it's more than just, you know, in, in like our buddy Skip, who works for Jim Air, he's an associate member and, you know, he's a good example of a, of a great member. This has been great, Stephanie. I think that we've kind of covered, I think we've covered a lot today. Um, I do encourage everybody to come out to connect and we'll put all the information in the show notes so you can find that easily and effortlessly. Uh, Stephanie, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Um, so you can shoot me an email if you want. It's Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E at P-H-C-C-N-C.com. Uh, you can visit our website. There's a contact me right there. Um, and that's P-H-C-C-N-C.com. And then of course we're on social media and we're at every local and we're, we're everywhere. So I do like a quick plug for our gala real quick. Of course. So we're doing our first ever education summit. And so really it's to support our our PHCC of North Carolina Education Foundation, which is a nonprofit that falls under the association umbrella. And so we've got two days of education. Um, a lot of people are very excited. We have a Kirk Alter class, and he is so well known. Um, he's a professor from Purdue. He's going to teach on project management. Many of our very successful members at some point have taken his class and they say that it changed the way that they ran their business. And it's the reason they survived. Um, so that's really exciting. And then we also have um, an OSHA, OSHA 10 class. So if you just have employees that you're like, oh, I need to get this done, um, send them my way. We'll take care of them and we'll feed them. And then the first night of a gala event, it's our first ever gala, We've got an amazing silent auction, tons and tons and tons of um, very generously donated items from across the state and sometimes across the country. There's some good stuff in there. And then, of course, we'll do we'll talk about apprenticeship and we'll recognize our apprentices. We'll recognize our scholarship winners because our scholarships come directly out of the Education Foundation and the money raised by the auxiliary. Um, and then we also have entertainment at the end of the night. So we've got table sponsorships available for that. And we've got tickets available for the classes and for gala and for the, the annual meeting at the end of the week uh, or at the end of the event. And so I'd encourage you to hop on our website, phccnc.com, click on events. And it's like the very first giant ad on the top. You can just click that and it'll take you to where you need to go. And so just for everybody listening, in case you don't know what a gala is or in case you've been to a gala and you do know what it is, let's clarify what exactly that means for this event. It's not a black tie event. Um, you certainly should look nice when you come, but it's not a black tie event. So it's not like your normal black, you know, it's not like your normal. It, it is going to be extremely nice, but you don't have to wear a black tie. I just want to be clear about that because I, I don't want people to think, well, if I don't have you know, a suit, I can't go to this thing because that's not the case. No, I mean, it is, it is like cocktail attire though. Sure. So if you were to take your honey out on a date, wear what she would put you in. <laughs> for sure. You not come in your t-shirt. That's for sure. So I think that's great. And I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for, I mean, it's a great opportunity just to get to people, get to know people in your industry that's, that are local. 
And there's something to be said when you get around like-minded people, when you get around people that people like it that are in the PHCC that do, that do want to help you and, and they don't mind helping you um, as long as you're putting something in. And so it's just a really good opportunity for you to grow, especially if you're just starting out, because I can't imagine being around something like this when I was, you know, 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, our members love to pour their hard earned wisdom into, into others. I mean, there's a, enough business to go around and the competition you know what i mean so this if you ever make one decision for your business i would say join your local association because you're gonna get so much knowledge and wisdom not just from our classes but from our other members you know and just resources that you couldn't get anywhere else so it's worth the it's worth the investment in your business it is, but you also have to take action once you join. You can't just join, pay your money, and think that people are just going to start ringing your phone and calling you for business. That's not how it works. You got to yeah. put yourself in front of people. Well, listen, Stephanie, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This, 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 this is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.